next, you don't want to use time where you'll be constantly thinking about something else. And I know it gets hard when you're away from your little ones, but we have to practice it. We have to build up the tolerance and the trust that they'll be okay when you're not there. Welcome to another unapologetic mommy moment inside of the mommyhood. You call me in the act. Mommy, mommy moments. moments. This episode is sponsored by Thrive After Nine, a community and support system for moms who are coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs supporting each other in a positive, safe, judgment-free zone of other like-minded women getting things done to thrive in your home and business. To find out more, go to www.thriveafternine.com. You are listening to Mommy Moments, a segment of Unapologetically Mommyhood, where we focus on things that every mom can use, relate to, and apply to thrive in their home and their business. I am your host, Kamisha. I'm a mommy support coach, and you can find me everywhere at Kamisha RM. Now, let's get into the topic for today. Today, we are talking about mom guilt and business guilt and how to combat that because we as moms, we go through it. And I just want to let you know that it's not something that you're just going through, but something that we all go through. At some point in time, we feel guilty about what we are or not doing as a mom and what we're not doing in our business. And so that's why I decided to combine the topic because we have guilt on both sides. So first, Let's go ahead and start with the definition of mom guilt. I always like to start with the definitions of things so we can get right down to what it really means. So one of the definitions of mom guilt that came up was the feeling of not doing enough as a parent, not doing things right, or making decisions that may mess up your kids in the long run. Another definition of mom guilt is simply feeling that anytime you take time for yourself, that you're doing something wrong, that anytime you're doing something for yourself, you feel guilty that you're doing something wrong. When you take time for yourself away from your child, that's how mom guilt is defined. So to start it off, I really want to tell you a little bit about my mom guilt and what happened (laughs) and how I had so much mom guilt going on. So back in 2020, right, we had this thing happen that became a pandemic, right? So during the pandemic, I was pregnant and about to have a child. So what happened to me was that at the beginning of that pandemic, right at the beginning when everything was shutting down, I went into labor two months early, two months early. So when I went into labor two months early, I was totally unprepared, especially with everything being locked down. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden there was no support and there was no support in the hospitals. There was no support once you got home. And I felt really unprepared. Like I had this whole plan. Like I'm sure a lot of moms during 2020 had their whole plan. Oh, I'm going to take maternity photos. I'm going to have my doula 
I'm going to have all these people at the hospital for support waiting for me for when the baby is born. Like we had these plans, right? Oh, I'm going to have, <laughs> I'm going to have a baby shower, invite all my friends and family. I want them to be a big part of this, but it didn't happen because all of a sudden the world changed. And one of my first thoughts when I went into labor early was what about my business? I'm not prepared for this. That was one of my first thoughts. And then I immediately felt guilty, right? Because I was thinking about, oh my God, this just happened. What about my business? Like, what am I going to do to keep my business up and running when I'm going into labor two months early during a pandemic, the whole world has changed, right? Every night with the baby, no time to really dig into my business, going back and forth to the hospital because having the baby two months early meant he had to stay. Everything was fine with him, but I had the guilt too of what did I do wrong that he decided to come two months early? What was I not doing that my doctor was telling me to do? Did I do something wrong, right? So those were feelings of guilt. But every day going back and forth to the hospital, um, he was my number one priority, right? So in the back of my mind, though, I knew that I had the business, but I also knew that I had to be there for my baby going back and forth to the hospital. And then when he came home, it was even more hectic and overwhelming because he came home and he was so tiny. It was a lot of things that I thought I was failing at, a lot of things that I didn't know. And I didn't know that I didn't know, right? I just assumed I didn't know, right? So I couldn't really dig into my business because we were super isolated. We didn't have any help, right? At first, we would have thought, okay, I am going to have, maybe my mom was going to come help, or maybe I was going to get someone else to come help here and there so that I could work my business so that I can get a little relief. But that didn't happen because in the beginning of the pandemic, no one really knew, including the doctors, what was happening. So what they what did they say? Stay inside. Keep your baby inside. Don't let anyone around the baby. Um, we don't really know what's happening. So it's just more safe to just stay inside, keep the baby inside, keep keep everyone away for now, right? So basically, we were on full lockdown. So the things that I thought could happen to help assist me couldn't. And so all of the help that I planned had vanished basically in an instant. Really, my whole afterbirth plan of having someone in the home to care for the baby a couple of days so that I can work the business while they're here, having a cleaning person come once a week, the self-care that I had planned so that I didn't get overwhelmed and burned out. It was absent. It couldn't happen in that moment. So um, I was pretty overwhelmed and I was feeling like I was feeling guilty. Like I was feeling absolutely guilty that even though my son had been born two months early, I was thinking about something other than him. So I had this really, really big guilt of feeling that I wasn't doing enough or wondering if I was doing enough, even though I felt like I never stopped doing anything 24 hours a day, right? 
I felt like I was going, 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 but I had that guilty feeling of I'm not doing enough. Then I had that guilty feeling of why am I thinking about something else besides him, right? So we have those feelings of guilt and we've all felt guilty for one reason or another when we spent more time in our business and having to be away from the children, right? Especially when they're small, we felt that. Then on top of that, we've also felt that business guilt um, and probably some resentment when we were giving all of our time to our home life and the business was falling by the wayside. And then the crazy thing about feeling that resentment is then you feel even more guilty as a mom because you felt that resentment because you're not working your business how you like to, right? So then you've got more mom guilt pouring in because you're like, oh my God, like, why am I feeling this way? Why did I think that when those feelings are very valid and you're not the only one that has felt that way? We have, all of us, we felt that way both ways, (laughs) including me, right? So like I was saying, my mommy guilt was twofold because I felt guilty for feeling resentment when I couldn't really put all into my business and I was always with the baby and always with the kids, right? Then I felt guilt anytime I had to step away from them and do something for my business or work the business. So it was like, I really couldn't win and it felt like a roller coaster. So I know that you may be feeling that way. So what I want to do is offer how I combated the mom guilt and the business guilt. And I really got past that. And one of the ways that I actually got past it was I applied a section from one of my own programs, right? One of my programs that I use for results coaching with my mom and support coaching with my moms, right? I applied it to myself. And what I found is that it's funny how sometimes we forget to drink our own Kool-Aid, right? And in my, <laughs> in mine, it's really a chai, vanilla chai tea latte, you know? So I don't really drink Kool-Aid or juices that often. So my drink of choice is um, a vanilla chai tea latte. So we don't do that thing that we are Um, teaching others to do sometimes when we get overwhelmed, like we don't first think of our own steps. And I really stepped back and I was like, what can I do to get everything under control, to stop feeling so burnt out, to stop feeling the chaos so that I then won't feel so guilty when I need to do things with my children or do things in my business. And that um, part of the program that I applied is called Finding Time to Thrive. So what finding time to thrive is, is finding time that really works for you. And when we're finding time that works for you, we're finding time that also feels good to you, right? Because you can't thrive just because there's time available, right? It has to be a time that feels good because these are the things that happen. When you find time and you're not finding time that feels good to you, that time is really just open time, not time where you're going to thrive. So you want to find time when you won't be pulled away consistently and then have to refocus. That's not time that feels good when you start working on something 
and then you're pulled away. Resentment, right? Or that feeling of frustration because you're pulled away from what you're doing. And then when you come back, you have to refocus. So you're not really back to where you were before, right? So next, you don't want to use time where you'll be constantly thinking about something else. And I know it gets hard when you're away from your little ones, but we have to practice it. We have to build up the tolerance and the trust that they'll be okay when you're not there. I really had to let go in this area. It was so hard for me to not get up and want to check on everything every time I heard something. Every time I heard something, I wanted to get up and check. And then I have to come back and refocus. So that's no good. Um, What I eventually did was I started to wear headphones so I wouldn't be distracted. But I had to work up to that because I wanted to hear everything so that if I needed to do something, I could. And that constantly pulled me away. So what I want to say to you is that we have to be able to let go. Because guess what? It was hard and I did it. They survived and I survived. So everything was okay. But you have to practice it and build up that tolerance because you're going to always want to go and help. And you are always going to want to put your thing aside because you're a mom, right? That is your natural instinct. So the next thing that you want to also do is you want to build up their expectations of what will happen when it's time for you to step away and work in your business. What are you expecting from them? What time are you expecting to be away? What time are you expecting to be uninterrupted? And then you want to lower your expectations of the things going exactly how you want them to. I had to learn that because it was frustrating me and I didn't want to leave and go work in my business because I felt like the things weren't getting done the way I wanted them to. So you have to lower your expectations of what exactly you want to be done because the other person that has the kids is not mommy right? They're not you. So you need to have a set of expectations of what you would like to see happen and be okay with how they got there and how it got done. You have to be able to let go of some of that. It's hard sometimes, but you have to be able to let go. Um, one of the expectations I had, um, (laughs) one of the expectations that I had for myself was that I was going to get buku things done during nap time. Like I was going to get everything done during nap time. I was going to put them down in nap and then I was going to be able to get all, so many things done. But that did not happen. And I found out that I had to lower those expectations because my son would wake up halfway through nap time every day, halfway through nap time. And because I was expecting to get so many things done. It was a frustration for me because I had to stop, go put him back to sleep and then restart doing what I was doing. So it was a frustration for me because my expectation was that I was going to get uninterrupted time during that time, but that didn't happen. So then I had to say, okay, I need to figure out what to do. And I had to pivot. So Um, What I ended up doing was that since I knew that halfway through nap time, he was going to get up, then I knew that I needed to deduct about 15 or 20 minutes um, from the time that I had planned 
to put him back to sleep where I could slip away and get back to what I was doing. Um, if I was cleaning, it wasn't really a big deal. But when I was working my business, I had to find out, okay, how am I going to get back into that mode of where I was when I left? And I found that I had to jot down some final thoughts to resume where I was, or maybe if you recorded, it might be a little better so you can get back into that mindset. And I also had to factor in another five to 10 minutes to get back in the mindset. So I wouldn't wander off into something else because I lost my zazz uh, for what I was doing. So you really have to um, be able to pivot and lower expectations of where you want and think things should be, right? Um, so these are the things I do want you to do, right? I wanted to say some of the things that um, would possibly um, stop you or possibly cause procrastination or possibly cause you to be very frustrated. And now I'm going to tell you some things to do right? Do select a time where you can relax and focus for the allotted amount of time you need to get the task done. So whatever that allotted amount of time is, you want it to be where you can focus and relax for that amount of time. Do set yourself up for success. And how you do that is you don't want to jam too much into your schedule and feel let down when you can't get it all done. You don't want to feel um, like you're failing because you can't get all of those things done because there are an entirely too many things to do. Like I know I've been there. You may have so many things that you really want to get done during that time, but you have to, have to, have to set yourself up for success by Picking things that you can realistically get done in a lot of the amount of time that you have. And what was crazy for me is that I thought with 10 minutes of time, I couldn't get nothing done. I was like, 10 minutes is nothing. I'm not even going to try to do anything. Later, I found out that, that in that 10 minutes, I was able to knock off things off my list because I got really specific and I got really good at putting stuff into the time that I knew I could get accomplished in that amount of time. Um, so now what I want to do is I want to share with you how we find the time to thrive. How do you find that time in your schedule where you can thrive? Guess what I have for you? I have my worksheet for, from my finds from my program. It's called find time to thrive the worksheet, not the program. I have a um, workbook on just finding time to thrive. And now what I want you to do is I want you to get your Find Time to Thrive workbook. And you can do that by clicking the link down in the description and grabbing your Find Time to Thrive workbook. If you're like, I wanna go ahead and get it right now, I don't wanna leave the video and click the link, you can text the word THRIVE to 313-634-0600. You can text the word Thrive to 313-634-0600, 313-634-0600, and get your Find Time to Thrive workbook, right? So right now, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at that workbook really quick, and then we're going to talk a little bit about 
how you can apply it right now in your home and in your business so that you are thriving, right? Instead of feeling overwhelmed and chaos. Hey, so I'm interrupting this video to tell you about this really amazing community where moms are supporting moms in a really genuine way to be a support system in not only your, only your life, but in both your home and in your business. What's better than being with a group of like-minded women who really care about you and your success? We're talking personal development, business development, co-working, networking, and just support where we meet you where you are. We get and we got you. Check out the Thrive After Nine tribe at www.thriveafternine.com. Now, back to the episode. All right, all right. So we are back and we are about to take a look at the workbook. I just want to run through it with you really quickly. And then... All right, so here is the Thrive After Nine workbook. And um, I made it especially for mommy moments from Unapologetically Mommyhood and specific to the actual um, the actual topic that we're talking about right now and finding time to thrive in your home and business so that you can combat the mom guilt and the business guilt. So on the first page, it just asks you, how will you commit to you? How will you commit to you? And when we're talking about um, how you'll commit to you, where can you start to get what you need to find time to thrive? Where can you start to get what you need to find time to thrive? What are the things that you can promise yourself to absolutely let go, right? And what can you promise yourself you will absolutely do? And when we talk about absolutely let go, are you going to let go of the reins a little bit so that... Um, you can then allocate some of that time to someone else to take care of the kids and feel okay that you're not going to get up and go and check on everything, but you're going to really allot that time to yourself, right? So what are you going to let go? And then what can you promise yourself you'll absolutely do? Like, what are some of the things that you want to get done that really cause you a little bit of frustration and resentment that it's not happening in either your home or your business? And when we also talk about committing to some things that you want to let go of, also some things that you want to give up, right? So maybe you want to give up some leisure, some entertainment, some sleep. And even though we're, we're moms, right? And we give up a lot of time already. I decided one of the things I was going to give up a little bit is sleep. I was going to stay up late when everybody went to sleep so that I can think, focus without a lot of noise. I was like, I'm going to give up a little sleep um, each day. Not going crazy, but I was like, okay, for a couple of extra hours after everybody goes to sleep, I'm going to stay up, even though I want to go to sleep because I'm tired, I'm going to stay up and I'm going to get some things done. So I also was like, okay, I want to go watch this movie. I want to go watch my favorite TV show, but I'm not going to do that right now. I'm going to work in my business and then I'm going to reward myself with that leisure time. Um, what will I commit to doing, right? What are you going to commit to doing? What are those things that you want to do in your business and in your home. And um, when you decide what you're going to commit to, you're going to put it on your list. And then I'm going to tell you how we're going to get it into your schedule in just a second. How will I commit to myself? I want you to make a promise and keep it. Write in a promise that you want to keep. 
to for yourself. So how how are you going to commit to yourself? Are you going to say, okay, I'm going to commit to making sure I let go of the reins a little bit so that I can have time to myself to work on my business three hours a week, four hours a week, 10 hours, whatever, whatever the time is. Like, what is that commitment that you want to make to yourself? I want to do self-care three times a week. I'm going to get some mental health time for myself so that when I need to do something, I'm not feeling so guilty. I want to get some of that um, stress and overwhelm relief so that I don't feel so guilty, right? So make a promise to yourself and keep it. And if you're feeling really bold, what you can do is you can drop it in the comments. So if you're feeling really bold, drop it in the comments of this episode and say it and put it out into the world so that now there's some accountability. If you're getting really bold, go ahead, head over to um, my Instagram page. You can see it right at the bottom right there at Kamisha RM and drop it on the, the Instagram page. I'll have a post up. What will you commit to? Or send me a DM on Instagram letting me know what you'll commit to. And I'll check back in with you because I really want you to succeed, right? Um, now, where's the time? How am I going to find this time? Like, how am I going to know where the time is throughout my day? So I have um, a way in your schedule. The first time you do it, it'll, it's going to feel a little overwhelming because you are actually writing down the time, activity, how long it took, and being very thorough so we can really find the time from the five minutes up to the 30 minutes, up to the hour, couple of hours, whatever you have in your schedule that's open. What days do you have gaps on? Um, what can you add in that new time that you found the gaps for? What can you add there? What can fit and that you can realistically get done? That you can realistically get done during that time, right? And then I have some planner pages. They are, there are seven planner pages, one for each day. One for each day where you're going to write um, from the time you get up. I woke up at six. I do my morning routine of brushing my teeth, taking a shower, whatever you do when you first wake up. This is how long it took. It took 30 minutes. You write down 30 minutes. You start it's six to 630 if that's how long it takes you. You write it down. Then I get the kids up. I find, do breakfast. I do whatever. If that takes you an hour from 6.30 to 7.30 is the hour at 7.30 to 7.45. Oh my God, there are gaps there, right? I didn't do anything from 7.30 to 7.45. That's that time gap that you found, right? So you're going to do that for your whole day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're going to do it for your whole day. And then once you do it on Monday, when you do it, at the end of the day, you're going to go back through and you're going to see what gaps were there. And then you're going to write your time gaps on the right where it says time gaps. You're going to write if it was from 7.30 a.m. to 7.45 a.m., write it down. If it was from um, 8 to 9, there was a gap, write it down. Whatever the gap was, no matter how much time it was, write it down because then once we find out what the time gaps are, we're going to be able to say, okay, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I have this time gap. I'm going to insert this thing there that can fit in that allotted amount of time. And that's where you're going to find your time to thrive. You're going to look at those times and you're going to say, okay, from 7.30 to 7.45, there's 15 minutes. What can I do in 15 minutes that 
will feel good to me, right? You're not just going to throw something there. You're going to say, what can I feel really good about and get done in the 15 minutes where I'm not feeling overwhelmed, I'm not feeling rushed, I'm not feeling like I'm doing mediocre work, right? What can I do in 15 minutes? It doesn't have to be in your business. It could be in your home or in your business. Maybe you're like, oh, I have 15 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and load the dishwasher. Um, I feel like that's a really good thing to put here. It feels good to me. I'm able to get that done without feeling rushed, without feeling overwhelmed, right? Whatever that 15 minutes, oh, I'm going to take a look at my schedule for today, see what I have coming up, write down any changes, any pivots, anything I need to do. If that's what feels good to you in that 15 minutes, put whatever feels good to you in those 15 minutes. Go back to the, the page up here where it's the second page where it says, what can you add in the new file time gaps? Whatever you want to add, right? What uh, will you commit to doing? Those two pages, what can you add in the new file time gaps? And what will you commit to doing? Those are the two things where I want you to put, start filling some of those things into those time gaps, right? So I just wanted to show you the workbook and I want you to grab it because when you have something tangible, it's more likely that you'll get it done. So grab the workbook as an explanation in there. You'll be able to do it. You can also refer back to this video because I'll also shoot, sh send you the snippet of just this part that I um, am talking about right now for finding time to thrive. So again, to get the workbook, what I want you to do is text 313-634-0600. Text THRIVE to 313-634-0600, or you can click the link that is down in the description and grab your copy of the Find Time to Thrive workbook that was put together specifically to combat mom guilt and business guilt for this specific segment, right? And I do want to let you know how I began to actually um, take time to thrive. So the thing that felt really good to me was taking care of home first. It felt really good to me to say, okay, I'm going to decide to make sure everything is fine at home so that when I go into my business space, I'm not going to feel guilty. I'm not going to feel overwhelmed. I'm not going to be thinking about everything that I didn't get done at home. I decided to take care of home first because that just knocked it out for me. It made me feel more comfortable moving over to the other space, right? And um, what I did was I said, okay, this part of the time, I'm going to focus on home. This part of the day, this part of the day, I'm going to focus on my business. And I was able to take care of home first because anytime I get things done at home and come into my business, I feel really good and my productivity is up because I'm not thinking about all the things I didn't done and I'm not feeling guilty, right? And I decided to schedule business around what I was doing at home. I decided to co combine the two and create that flow. Let the two flow together, not try to separate them. I just started to integrate them and I was able to feel good about both because I was integrating it instead of keeping it separate and doing home here and doing business here. When I started to create the, create the flow between them and move between them and do it in a way that really felt good to where I didn't feel like I was lacking on either side, 
I was able to get more done, be more productive and not feel guilty about home. So not feel guilty as a mom and not feel guilty as a business owner. So another thing that I want you to do and what I did was getting support, right? Get the support. The support is so important as moms and as business owners so that you can feel supported in those times when you want to quit, when you want to give up, when you don't know what to do, when you're overthinking it. Support is so important. And if you saw, we have the Thrive After Nine community where you can go to www.thriveafternine.com and get the support from other like-minded women who are moms, who are business owners, and just want to support each other and help each other stay lifted up in the times where we definitely want to give up. And we definitely are feeling guilty. And we definitely just need somebody to reach out and tap us and say, hey, you're doing good. You're doing okay. And we got you, right? So thank you for tuning in to unapologetically mommyhood mommy moments where we talked about combating mom guilt and business guilt. Don't forget to get your workbook. It will be so helpful when you want to sit down and really get this done. So (laughs) you've been listening to mommy moments, a segment of unapologetically mommyhood where we talk about one specific topic that every mom can use and relate to, to thrive in their home and business. And we'll see you back next week.